Black joy and bootstraps The podcast that you really need Helping my black community Good vibes, good energy Black joy and bootstraps Top financial literacy Love and education Wanna see my people elevated yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of Black Joy and Bootstraps. I'm your host, Felicia Jimenez. And I wanted to share a couple things with y'all today that y'all are probably going to be like, this girl is crazy. I don't know how she didn't know that. Uh, But I wanted to hop on and just do a solo episode because, one, I didn't want to take away from episodes that are to come. And the story is not long, but it's too much time for me to share while having someone else on the on the show. So I wanted to talk today about two things. One is life insurance and two um, are different bank accounts. And I know that both of those things sound crazy, but they're going to tie in. So for those of you who know me personally um, or follow me on social media or have for the last year and a half or have connected with me in any way, Uh, you'll know that my mom passed away in April of last year, in 2019. And while, oh my goodness, we're going to have a whole other discussion about that, the grieving process and things like that. But today I actually, and oddly enough, I want to talk about the financial side of that because I feel like far too often, uh, one, life insurance and money is taboo, right? We talk about that all the time, especially on here. But especially when dealing, I mean, because anytime you receive life insurance, right, we're talking about a death in the family and death is already taboo. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. For any of you who know my mom, you know (laughs) that my mother was very much a, I'll do it. I'll get it done. She was very much a go-getter. She was always making sure that everybody everywhere was taken care of. It's just who she was. She instilled that in a lot of us. And so it's very interesting uh, to see those characteristics come to life. But I wanted to talk about an aspect or an area, right, that my mom definitely made sure that we were taken care of. And that is with her life insurance policies. And I need to talk about this because when I was looking up the stats and the facts for black people in life insurance, I realized oh, I got to do an episode on this. Like we just, we're not talking about it. Uh, many of us are not educated in it. And and that's a scary thing. So in 2017, I believe it was, my mom was uh, diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer. Um, and so I hate that that was the unfortunate moment. My mom's always kind of been a planner, right? But she started to really get serious. And in that moment, she said, uh, Um, I need life insurance. And she made sure that she took out these policies that in the event that she passed, period, not just from breast cancer, but period, right, that um, we would, that the kids would have something. Now, I need this to be understood. While I'm not going to say the amount that was left, I need everybody listening to understand that we ain't balling, that my mom left us a little bit amount, a little bit of money to basically get ahead, but it wasn't enough for us to be like, oh, we rich, like we in there, right? Um, But again, we are still thankful and I'm going to talk all about that. So she gets the life insurance policies and she has very specific wishes as to how that is to be uh, delegated once she passes, right? If once she passes. So um, all of us are aware of the amount that we're getting and, and all of that. 
So here's the interesting part. Um, and this is where things get really interesting. I have never dealt with insurance, life insurance like this. Um, and I guess that's a fortunate thing, right? Like one, no one has passed away that close to me that I would be a beneficiary or anything like that. Um, and so it was difficult. Uh, but I wanted to talk about the process. When my mom passed last year in April, um, that was a difficult time. And any of you who have lost, especially a mother, especially someone who is close to you, then you know. You know the pain that is associated with that, trying to get clarity in a moment of what happened, what is going on, my mom is no longer here. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes with that. And so one thing that was crazy is um, I go with my dad to the funeral home. Uh, it's me, my dad, and my husband, um, and my siblings. So it was uh, long, but anyway, family members are there. And I think this is the taboo part. Nothing ever is going to ease the burden of losing a loved one. And that needs to be understood. I am not taking away from the fact that my mother's death was hard. I just need you all to understand things that made it easier um, if you will, and things that we didn't have to worry about because of how diligent my mother was, even in death, right? So we go to the funeral home, and to be honest and to be frank, the first thing that they're really going to ask you before they start with, let's pick out the flowers, let's pick out the casket, let's do this and that, is how are we paying for this? Uh, because it's a business, right? They got to know. And not just that, but the majority of times, we're collecting, we're doing GoFundMes, we're trying to, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul. It's a very difficult process when someone doesn't have life insurance. But thankfully, um, my mother had life insurance. So the process in saying, well, she had life insurance and we were actually going to leave the funeral home and go get that information uh, made the process that much easier. And I need everyone listening to understand this. When you lose a loved one and you have financial hardship, things are chaotic. They are doubly difficult because now you have to figure out not only how to go get through this life, right, without this person that you loved, but you have to figure out how you're going to financially pay for these things. And that's the part that we don't want to talk about because we are so used to posting up GoFundMes. And, and I hate to bring this up, but my biological father, his death and my mother's death were completely different. Uh, we had to post a GoFundMe for my, for my biological father, but for my mother, we did everything ourselves. She had everything taken care of. So... I'm sharing all of this information with y'all because I'm so ever so passionate about it now. Like I saw the burden that was eased in taking care of my mom's funeral arrangements and, and finances thereafter um, simply because we had life insurance. So moving forward, that's the first part. Uh, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but... It's, this was real life. You know how you know that things exist and that there are, for example, we know that, there, that rich people 
and wealthy people live a completely different life than those of middle class. We know that. Like, that's not a question. We all are aware that there are certain perks and benefits and luxuries afforded those that already have things. We're not oblivious to that. However, when we see it in real life, we go, wait a minute. Like, there is still this ounce of, did that, did what, did I, did Did what I think just happened happen? Because I'm feeling real crazy right now. So I want to tell you that moment that I had. And again, this is going back to the life insurance. So um, I think it took about four weeks for the life insurance checks to come into the mail, right? To come in the mail. So we receive the checks. And the first thing we do, um, one, we have not received an amount of money this big. And I need y'all to understand, I can't keep saying it. This is not me trying to brag. My mother passed. This is life insurance money. There is nothing I could brag about or feel like, oh, look at me. I have all this money. Like, that is ridiculous. There's no amount of money that I could possibly want um, that would replace my mother's life. So I need that to be understood. Uh, But I am grateful, again, for my mother who took care of things. So with that being said, let me just tell y'all how rich people live a different life. And mind you... These checks that I got did not make me rich by any sense of the word, Um, but I'm still going to share it with y'all, okay? So I have these checks where my husband and I are the beneficiaries of the checks. We go um, and we were to disperse them to the family, right? Disperse the amounts to the family. So I go into the bank um, and... There's a guy standing there. Y'all know how it is. Usually there's someone there to direct you to say, hey, especially on a busy day, what is it that you need? And then they kind of direct you and tell you which way to go. So I'm a little uncomfortable. I've never had this amount of money in my hand ever, ever in my life. So uh, I asked the guy, I say, hey, um, you know, he greets me. Hey, how are you doing today? I say, good. I just have a quick question. I have two checks um, for large amounts. And I was wondering what it is that I need to do with them. And so I'm sure he's thinking large ain't large, whatever, you know? So he's like, okay, well just stand in this line right here, go to the teller. He's like, do you have an account with us? I said, yes, I do. He said, okay, we'll stand in this line right here and then go to the teller. Uh, and she'll just deposit it into your account. I'm thinking, okay, now I'm kind of clinging on to these checks for dear life. Um, and also not looking weird cause you know, I'm in a bank, but whatever. Uh, so, A few minutes goes by and the same guy, he comes up to me and he goes, ma'am, I'm so sorry. Do you mind if I see the checks? So I'm like, sure, no problem. So I pull the checks out of my pocket. I show him the checks and y'all, all of a sudden, this man's entire demeanor changes. I need y'all to understand because... I'm sitting here like, this cannot be the same dude that just told me two seconds ago to go stand over here. But all of a sudden now, let me tell you how this goes. He goes, oh, um, well, you know what? Um, actually, let me, I'm going to give these back to you. And what I want you to do now, I, um, I actually want you to go stand, sit over here in this room. There's nobody in there. But as soon as our um, employee, once she's done with helping someone else, she's going to be right in this room to help you. Is that okay? Do you mind doing that? And I am confused because two seconds ago, I was a regular ass customer just walking in trying to deposit this amount. And now he sees the amount. So I'm different. I'm just, I'm looked at different and I start to begin to be treated differently. 
So I go sit in this room and I'm sitting there and let me just let y'all know right now, this is how I know money will never change me. And I'm just, Lord, do you hear me? I need you to understand too. If you, whatever amount you want to give me, I promise this experience showed me that nothing, no amount of money will change me. So I'm sitting there. The lady comes in, she looks at the checks and she's like, oh, okay. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to get you um, we're going to go ahead and deposit these into your account. And then what we're going to do, I wanted to show you a, a few of your options now here with the bank. Now here's where it begins, because remember how I said, we know rich people are treated differently. Mind y'all again, I need to keep saying it. I'm not rich. The amount on these checks does not make me rich, period. Uh, and a lot of that is because it's not enough <laughs> to make me rich. Like it's not enough. So I'm looking at this lady and she's like, here, I want to show you um, some of the options now once you deposit this amount into your account that we have three different options for you. We, and I don't remember like verbatim, but I remember her saying like, this is the platinum tier. This is whatever tier. And this is if you have X amount of money in the bank. Um, this is if you have uh, the other account is if you have X amount of money in the bank, blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing. I don't remember, and I think my account automatically changed over to it. I don't think I signed anything. I can't remember, y'all. My mom had passed. There was a lot going on. Grief kind of helps you, like, forget things because your memory is just, it's crazy. So I will be honest in saying I don't remember if I signed up for anything. I think that because the money sat in my account for three months or more um, at a certain amount, then I think it just automatically changed it over to a different thing. Here's the part that frustrated me. Uh, while I was sitting there, she said, I want to show you the perks of your new account that you will now have. So y'all, she opens up this little binder, like this little portfolio type deal. And she shows me, and this isn't a big deal, but it frustrated me and I'll explain why. So she opens it up and it's like, Oh, now you can use six ATMs a month. Like you can withdraw money six times a month at any ATM and you won't be charged for it. So there's no fee. So because I have X amount of money in the bank, um, now they tell you go, you know, to X bank and you can withdraw money or whatever ATM, wherever you are. And there's no fee. Whereas everybody knows now, when you withdraw from like what they call a foreign bank account, right, uh, one that's not your bank, then they will, your bank charges you, that ATM charges you, and you could be spending 3 to $7 easy on your own money. Now that I have a certain amount in the bank, they say, oh, don't you worry. You can just do that all the time. Not just that, but the cash back on my credit card was more. The points that I got damn near doubled. All of these things, y'all. And this is this is what happens. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Deposit the checks. I'm now leaving. I sat in my car, get back in the car, and I tell my husband, you'll never believe what the hell just happened. And he's like, the first thing out of his mouth, he goes, did they treat you different? And I'm like, how did you know? And he's like, because people with money are always treated different. This is why I know money will never, I, it will never change me. I was frustrated leaving that bank. I could not understand how when I was regular broke, right, living 
in my within my means and trying to make sure that I always had money in my bank account. You gave me none of those perks. No one ever sat down with me and said, because of the amount that you make a month or a week or a year, we are going to waive these fees. I don't know why in my brain it's a lot more logical for someone who doesn't have a lot of money or doesn't make a lot of money a year to have fees waived, but it just does. But you're telling me that the more money I have, the more perks I received. Again, is this something that y'all already know? Yes. Am I saying anything that y'all are probably like, oh my gosh, you're so... No, I'm probably not saying anything that's shocking. But when it happened to me, it was one of the most frustrating things that I'd ever experienced because I got to see real inequality. And as a black woman, this is something that's normal. Like... I have seen injustices, I've seen inequalities my entire life. But to be the one on the privileged end is where that kind of changed for me that day. To be able to look at this lady and say, um, I'm sorry, so you're telling me that because my bank account is now at this amount that I don't have to pay things was shocking. And to this very day, I still, I know it's like, it happened. It is what it is. But it's still shocking for me. I don't understand how how those with so much money get all the perks and get to live. And they get to, and this is what I always hear. Right. It takes money to make money. I've said that in other episodes. I'm going to continue to say it because it's accurate. It takes money to make money. All of a sudden, my money started making money and I didn't even do anything. My cash back, my um, my. Uh, credit card points that can be, you know, redeemed as cash or pay off for my credit card or whatever. My, um, all of a sudden I have X amount in the bank. So you say, don't worry about the fees. That's not even a thing. Anyway, I'm taking this full circle, but that day was very frustrating for me. And I realized the inequality that our people face every single day, which is another reason why I said, I got to do this podcast because it doesn't make sense for me to sit on a lot of this information and then not be able to or not share it with those around me. So after that, my bank account is changed over. I see the perks and there's nothing you can do about it. Like I can't request to go back down or do like it's just it's weird. Like it's that's just how America works. Right. They're like, oh, now that this is who you are, we're doing this for you. And it's ridiculous. But full circle, going back to the life insurance. It was the day that we received the check in the mail that I realized this is how people have been passing down generational wealth. With the death of my mother, all of a sudden, it was a slight come up. It was my mom, through her death, blessing us, right, and my, and my siblings with a little bit of money to say, Hey, do something with this, whatever it is that you want. Um, and I, I can't stress enough that it's not like she gave us this large amount. We didn't, right? But my mother's wish was to pay off the house, a lot of the house. Um, and that was a blessing. It was to have a little bit on the side in case anything happens with the house. That's a blessing. But I'm passionate about life insurance because I saw the difference that it made in my family. So when we, we have all these things that we want to give our kids, we say, oh, you know, I want to make sure that they are dressed apart, that they have, that they remember 
their birthdays, that we have these great memories, that we have. I am never knocking that. Understand that. I'm never going to tell you not to do that. Um, but I am going to tell you to choose wisely and to think carefully. Because if you guys are going on vacation every year, your kids are dressed to the nine and you are too every day, but they have nothing planned and prepared for their future, we have done something wrong. And we had life insurance, me, my husband, and even on my daughter uh, before my mom passed. But to see it in action and to see the way things can be taken care of if if we were to go and heaven forbid, God forbid, you know, one of us leaves this earth early. We still want my daughter to be taken care of. I still want my husband or me, right, to be taken care of if that happens. So I know that this episode was like a little bit gloomy, but it was also <laughs> I'm hoping that you guys see again the joy, right? Because the bootstraps part is understanding life insurance, and understanding life period, because had someone told me that people were going to treat me differently, like I've seen it. We've all seen, we've seen it in movies. We've seen it and we've seen it in real life. Like if you've ever been anywhere where a celebrity walks in, like you see the treatment that they get. Right. And simply because they have a name, a status, a, a certain amount of money, whatever it is, uh, that's that's what that life is like. Like you have the opportunity to create that life uh, for your kid to be able to say, and not, and I don't mean being treated differently. Like people know you and they see you and they're like, Oh, so no, I mean, being able to roam the world and know that if you need anything, that it can be taken care of. That's the part that I'm talking about. Not the status, not the fame, not the glory, because none of that is important at, at all, period. But we have to start saving for our kids we have to start acknowledging. And and if you have no kids, so let me stop saying for kids before life period. I can't say enough that life insurance made things so much easier when my mom passed for a lot of reasons. And I struggle because we don't, again, we don't talk about the financial part of it, but We'll be quick to throw up a GoFundMe. We'll be quick to, you know, call in all of our family members to ask for money to say, hey, we need money to pay for this or we need that, you know. Uh, but we got to start having real discussions because at the end of the day, we need to leave our generations better than how it was given to us. And many of us have parents that have done an incredible job. And imagine how much better you could leave it, right, especially when you have parents that took care of you, that did everything they could financially, emotionally, spiritually, all of those things. And it, we'll talk about all of those things on the show. Um, but for me, I just know that it's important for us to to learn these things. So the next few, um, and that will be sporadic. It's not going to be like an order, but the uh, we will be listening to a lot of people that are going to share a lot of information with us from bank accounts to life insurance to all of those things. And I wanted to give you all a heads up because when y'all hear me talk about my passion for life insurance, I need y'all not to be like, why is this creeper 
over here so ecstatic about it because I've seen the change that it makes. I've seen the benefits of life insurance and nothing, nothing at all in that moment was going to make my mom passing easier. I cannot say that. Nothing is going to to take that pain away, but there are things that can make it easier, right? A support system, uh, family members that are going to say, okay, let me take this part on. I'll, you do this, I do that, right? A supportive family does that. Fin uh, financial help does that, knowing, okay, all of these things will be paid out in this way. Uh, and for, for those of you, uh, another thing too is what I didn't know is you could actually plan... <laughs> Now, this is kind of crazy, but you can plan your entire funeral and no one has to do anything for you. Did y'all know that? Because I didn't know that. You can literally plan right now. If you're like, oh, my skin going to look good in this little, uh, this little, what a cherry wood. Uh, <laughs> you can be like, oh, my skin going to look good in this cherry wood casket. And then you can actually like have all of those arrangements done from your flowers to your casket to your outfit. Um, so if you are that person, like, don't be making me look crazy, then you can absolutely do that. But whatever burden you can ease is what I'm trying to teach and what I want for us to learn. Um, anyway, you have listened to a, another episode of Black Joy and Bootstraps. Uh, again, you already know each one teach one. I hope that you learned a little bit of something today that you can share with uh, your family and your friends. Please follow me on all of the social medias. I appreciate you all again for listening. I am your host, Felicia Jimenez. Till next time.